All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the How the Hell Did We Wind Up Here podcast. I'm John the Fed. I am joined this time tonight by uh, Heidi from the Unfiltered Rise podcast. If you haven't listened to her or listened to some of the ones that she's been on, I highly, highly recommend it. Smart lady comes from a uh, maybe a different perspective, different point of views, just based on things in her life and you know work and religion and everything else. So uh, gives you a lot to think about. So uh, Heidi. Uh, Thank you. Go and introduce yeah. yourself to everybody. Say hi, and uh, we'll get going. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. I yeah. I am uh, definitely feel like I've lived about five lives. So <laughs> I I decided, hey, why not try and help some people? Right. That's that's what I do in general because I'm a nurse, and so right. uh, I'm a nurse. I'm a mom of six, and uh, actually, I am a grandma of one and a half. One's in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got all that going on. And then I am an ex-Mormon, which is what I'm most known for. So I speak everything. Um, disclaimer for anything we get into tonight. Mormonism. A lot of people I still really love are in Mormonism. And it's not the people. It's just like the government. You get up so high and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yep. And it's the same thing for any church, not just. And you're Mormon, still so. living in Utah, right? So you're living in the land <laughs> of. <laughs> uh, everybody it's that fun. I do do a podcast with is like, "What do you want me to put this out?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's it's okay." And they're like, yeah. "Are you going to get like killed?" I'm like, "Well, I will say this: I've never been suicidal. So if <laughs> I'm unalived, it was." not me right so. if i shoot myself in the back of the head <laughs> twice and then end up hanging myself you know yeah. there's a there's a problem it's, so please please figure it out my conspiracy people <laughs> exactly well for those of you new to the show the premise of this show is pretty simple we all know this world's a messed up place we can all identify a bunch of things that are wrong with it uh but the community at least in my opinion, has a history of not identifying how we got there. You know, we kind of throw around words like uh, Masons or lizard people, which, by the way, she was just on a podcast talking about lizard people, but it's definitely worth a listen. Uh, but, you know, we throw around keywords, but we never talk about kind of what led up to it, even the fact that we might be culpable in it uh, as well. Um, so that's what this is about. That's what we're going to get into. Heidi's going to kind of tell us her awesome. her version of where she thinks yes. the world's gone, gone mad. Boy. How it got there. Maybe talk a little bit about how we can get out of it as well. So Heidi, it's uh, it's yours. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, a lot of times when I come on these shows, they want to know a little basic about Mormonism. And I'm not yeah. sure if you want to do that or if oh, we go down this road. This is, this is your show. I've handed All it right. over to you. So you do you. So I was um, a Mormon in that I was born into the church. I was a Mormon for 34 years and I've lived in Utah a good majority of my life. Um, I definitely have had a lot of struggles in my life and I've dealt with a lot of things that I would say are pretty horrific, but also I never gave up. And I feel like that kind of grit is missing. And in, in nowadays, like, I feel like, I feel like the backbone of the grandpas and the grandmas are it's a lot different than now you know grandpas and grandmas it's changed yeah. there's a big flop and i don't know that it's good um the self-centeredness of people has really gotten 
it, it, it's amazing. Like people um, estranged from their parents, they don't care. They're living their best life. They're out doing their own stuff. Like, and same thing with religion. I feel like it's all over the place. Like everything feels really, I don't know about you, but I feel less certain about this world than I've ever felt right now. It depends on how you look at it. Cause I've always been certain this world was evil and now sure. I'm even more, now I'm even more certain. So, you know, there's certain things, there's, there's things I'm very much certain about, but you know, just kind of how things are going to play out. And, you know, you talked about, you've got six kids, you got one and a half grandkids. I've got two <laughs> kids as well. You know, I've got yeah. nieces, I've got nephews, I've got, and they're, they're younger than my kids. Some of them are actually really young and it's, you know, you look around and you're like, what is this world going to look like when you're my age? What, yeah, because what are we leaving you? Grandma and grandpa now, I feel like, like, I don't know about you, but the majority of my, my youth, when I went, when, okay, first, well, we'll just give this premise. <laughs> my first 12 years were pretty bad. Um, in fact, the state stepped in and took me away from my mom. So like that didn't happen back in the eighties and nineties. That right. wasn't a thing. Um, and so for that to happen to a mother, it was, it was rough. And so we dealt with a lot of mental illness. We dealt with abuse from my stepdad. Um, it was just, it was, it was pretty horrific. Um, and so we, we had this horrible situation, but after 12, I lived with my grandma and my grandma wasn't old because she had four kids before she was 19. Mm. So she had her first one at 14. And so it's not like she, she probably could have just been my a mom, mom age, you know, right. normal mom age. And so, but everything we would do would circle around family. Like, okay, we're going to great grandma's today. We're doing this with aunt so-and-so today. We're going to have a big dinner with all these people for birthdays or blah, 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 blah. And now I don't think that's the same thing anymore. I feel like yeah. people are busy and they don't like that grandmas now don't even look like grandmas. I mean, I know I don't like one, but uh, it's just, <laughs> it, it's like they're busy and they don't want to be, you know, bothered with that or have that family stuff. And I'm really family oriented. So that that's big for me. Um, I think it's with, partly that, but I think too, you know, anytime I go to, anytime I go to the grocery store now, anytime I go to the hardware store, anytime I go to Walmart, <laughs> Anytime I go to the feed store, there's people who are grandma, my grandparents' age when I was when I was younger. You know, there 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 are men and women there now who have to work at sixty, yeah. at seventy. Yes. They don't have yeah. the I don't even want to say the luxury, but they they've never been given the opportunity to to be able to to work it. You know, to stay home as well and be grandma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just be, and I feel bad because I feel like it's so critical for kids because. And Eddie Murphy used to do a funny skit about grandmama's house, big mama's house. And he's like, you know, she was like more stern and like, she'd be like, right. you better switch that light off, you know, stuff like that funny stuff. But also she'd have like the best goodies and yeah, like, well, you know, my, my love that. for my love for cooking and my love for baking comes from my grandma. It doesn't come from my mom. Right. It comes right. from, you know, my mom worked, I'm, you know, my parents got divorced when I was, when I was young, fairly young and, so my mom had to work and all that. So after school, summers, whatever, I was with my grandparents. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of a normal thing. That's not like a, it wasn't abnormal. 
for a lot of kids. They, they were with their grandparents or their aunt or whoever. Yeah. And so I feel like that camaraderie and that family unit is really missing. And then, so I have a daughter that I'm estranged from, not by my, my decision at all. And she has the baby. Um, that is my grandbaby, which I've never seen. I've never seen her. Uh, I mean, I've seen a picture of her, but, um, her husband just didn't like us. He met us three times, judged us solely on like what he could put together in three meetings, one of which was a quick breakfast and called it good. And, you know, deemed that we weren't worthy and (laughs) took her and moved far away. They live clear across the country. So I feel like it's, it's more and more common because I'm in an estrangement group that this happens because they want to build their own family. They want to do their own things. They're not concerned about my feelings. They don't care. You know, if it hurts me, not just me. Okay. If I'm the demon that they say I am great. Okay. So if it's true and it's just me, that's one thing, but it was everyone. She like never came back here ever again. It's been four years, you know? So, I mean, I just feel like now people are making these nuclear families that are really small, like these little tiny, and, and it's all a part, in my opinion, the reason why I bring this up is it's a part of the destruction of the family units so that we don't have the strength in numbers anymore. It's the same thing they've always done, trying to remove males from the home, trying to, you know, break up families, all, all of it. It, it, it. I've never thought of it like this before, but what you're saying kind of rings true, you know, and the, the, again, the premise of this, this whole podcast is how did we get to this point? You know, and you can look back of, you know, 1970s, 60s, 50s, you know, there was not the technology that we had from the eighties going forward. So, you know, family time, game time was you got around, you played cards, you played Monopoly, you played Go Fish, you played, you know, whatever, as a family. Make a pie together, bake a cake together. As soon as they started introducing video games, guess what happens? Little Johnny and little Sally go to their room (laughs) and they can be all by themselves. And then cable, you know, the TV, mom and dad are watching that. And so the the separation was just, you know, people look at me cross-eyed when I say it's been planned for a long time. And uh, You're not wrong. Okay, in the 80s, I got a Nintendo when it first came out. And guess what I did as much as I could? I was in my room. But now it's mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, little Jimmy, little Sally, whoever. They're they're on their phones. as You know, their mm-hmm. phone. Yep. Everybody in the house is an individual instead of, like you were saying, it's a it's not a family unit anymore. <laughs> well, and what – sorry, my asthma is really bad today. <laughs> okay. Um, and what, what do they push – what do they push in society? Uh, YOLO, like right. live your best life. Uh, it's all about you. Do you, boo-boo. Do you, like yeah. all this stuff is like very me-centered. And if you go back to Aleister Crowley, what does he say? In the, in the end age, we will all be superstars in our own right. We will oh. all be our own star. And so the social media has made it that way where okay, I, I'm, it's all about me. Look at me. This is about me. This isn't about, you know, anybody else. And so I feel like that's so played into the breakdown of society because no longer are we concerned about, you know, even, even doors. Like I, I teach my kids as a nurse, like, Hey, if you see an older person, I don't care, male or female, 
you hold the door, you yeah. know, you, you help them if you see they need help. And you I stand had up, some, give them your seat. You do, you know, yeah, yeah. any of that. And my son is good about it, but I have a couple of the younger kids, um, cause we have a blended family that used to not, it wasn't out of spite. It was literally not taught and they would like shut the door. And like one time it was on a lady with a walker and I'm like, Hey, you can't do that. You know, but to yeah. them, it wasn't, it wasn't mean none of that. It was literally a non-thought process. Like it didn't connect. Right. And so they want us to be that way because why, if we band together, then they're in trouble because they want us at, at odds at all times. Yeah. They want us black, white, male, female, you know, whatever it is, it, it, it's always a, a thing. Everybody's well, it's always taught, it's taught from such an early age too. You know, I, and I, I realized this, I don't know, not too long ago. And I've, I told a few people this, that it, and it all, it seems to boil down to red and blue, you know, you're red and blue, Democrat, Republican, red and blue, <laughs> Coke or Pepsi. You know, there's all of these, there's all of these things that, that separate even, even, you know, if you, if you're a fan of football, the pro bowl, when they wear their jerseys, their AFC is red, NFC is blue, you know, and it's, it, there, it's always red against blue. And it's, it just primes you to, for when you turn 18, you've got to make a decision. Are you red or are you blue? You well, know. and it's such a delusion because here's the funniest part is we're all just in a play because they're selected, not elected. Anybody that makes it, and I don't care who they are, you can think they're the best person ever. You can think Trump's your savior. You can think, and and I'm not happy with Biden's pres presidency has sucked, okay? But here's the thing. Is it by design? because then there'll be a great savior. Is this on purpose? Like we have to step back and say, okay, this is, this is, on. this was purposeful. This was a decision made a long time before this occurred. And if anybody's at the top echelon, now I'm not talking about your sheriff local or your mayor, or maybe, you know, somebody that's great, that's fine. But you don't understand once it gets to politic level, there has been, there is either blackmail, there's leverages, there's money, there's connections. I don't care who you you are. Like, it's just the way it is. You well, know, the thing is, is if, if we know the names and we know, you know, whoever it is involved in, then they're not the ones doing it. They're just. Right. Yeah. You oh, a hundred percent. They're just You're the pawns. So right. They're the pawns in the game. You know, they're the ones who are, who are like who are they're they're the controlled not even opposition they're just being controlled by they're you know, just we, the scapegoat they're yeah, just and, the and scapegoat. that's the thing we, we know the names like you know the rockefellers and the and the morgans and the chases mm -hmm. granted they've they have done some some pretty heinous things but you know what we know their names so they're not really the ones making those no. decisions. well because my grandpa and so my family was pretty colorful even the good ones that took me <laughs> Um, so my grandpa was a one percenter and my uncle was a sundowner. So this is like, explain, you want to explain those real quick for those. So very similar to hell's angels. Um, right. one percenters actually are, are, I, I think one of the most violent, uh, back in the day, I don't even know if they're still around, but, um, and then sundowners is 
basically almost identical to hell's angels um out here there's more of them than the hell's angels so um my grandpa would always tell to me like you if you know somebody's name behind something then they're the punk like nobody knows with the mob like yeah if they're throwing out the mob the mob boss's name they're right. not the boss of anything because yeah. real players real bosses real gangsters he used to be like <laughs> you would never know who they are because yeah. everything is done to protect them and and you wouldn't even he, nobody knows because he used to tell me you know how to keep a secret between two people right do you know make sure one of them isn't alive yeah kill the other one yeah, yeah. he used to say that <laughs> and i mean he was kidding i hope i hope so sort of. <laughs> there's a lot of truth behind it though i Just know ask- i'm like just ask the Clinton friends. Yeah, well, or the laptop, the laptop <laughs> friend. <laughs> but like all of this stuff goes back to, you know, you have to go back and remember that everything they're doing for you is a show and it's all controlled and they manipulate people so easy. It's like we're little puppets on a string. And once you cut the string and understand, and I tell people all the time, and it, it sounds bad, I guess, because... I say I'm one step away from an anarchist, but what I mean by that isn't that I, I love this country. I'm patriotic to the people that have served. My whole family's been in the service. Like, I don't mean those people. I mean, at the top level, like I don't believe in any of them. And I think they all go have dinner afterward and laugh it up. And they're like, ha ha, ha," you know, I'm sure I'm sure. And they drink their adrenochrome smoothies. Mm -hmm. And I think I agree. I'll tell people too that I'm I'm gonna I'll I'll claim to be an anarchist, but my version of anarchy is just just leave me alone. You know, yeah, let me yeah. let me let me find my own community. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and that's why I told people it really needs to get back to is there just needs to be different communities. And if your values don't line up with our community's values, I guarantee you there's another community <laughs> down the way. They have the same values that you do, you know. So if you want to live in a in a dry community where there's no booze and whatever else. It, that's not gonna be my community but it will there i'm sure there's one you know down the road there's probably a bunch in utah so well, you can find anything in anything i mean you can yeah. you can go find some furries to live with if you really want to <laughs> you know i mean and it's only, true only in and the winter time right only when it's cold yeah. and i'm like this is so funny that people will fight to the death or divide families or argue about things that are so hysterically ridiculous i'm yeah. like you do know that they're going to have dinner later together. You do know that they run in the same circles. Like you do know most of them are related. Like yeah. the, if you get down the heritage lines, like Madonna's related to Obama, you know, I, I mean, it, well, and you it know, would, all the, yeah. all the, all the president, and this is pretty common knowledge. I think everybody knows what I'm going to say, just in case there's one who doesn't, but all the presidents are related to some King from England in mm-hmm. like the 1400s. Yeah. Well, you because know? they have the divine right to rule. Yeah. Exactly. So, and they don't make mistakes. I mean, this is something that we have no control over and I'm not trying to, I guess we're coming off kind of black pill, but here's the problem is too many people put their faith in a man. And, and here's, herein lies the issue in the Bible. What does it say? Every man is a liar. I don't think that means that literally every man is a liar all the time. It means that men can be deceivers of people, even if they have the best intentions. Sometimes they start things with every wholesome intent and get led astray by 
women or by, you know, drugs or by money, money or by, or and, and I'm, I say men right now, but it could be vice versa. Like I'm not saying men or women. Um, and I always look at King David, like God loved him very much. He called him his beloved. And how many times did he just keep screwing up over thing, and you, over? You look at Hebrews has the roll call of faith and you look at all the, everybody who's in there, you know, whether you believe they're real or not, they're like, it's, they, they were worse. They were more worse than they were good in, in, yeah. a, lot of, in yep. a lot of ways. So. Yeah. Yep. And, and you just step back and go, there's nothing new under the sun. This right. has been going on for a long time. So, so take a breath. Don't split up your family over it. Um, here's some good advice, you know, step away from it as if it were not the most important thing because you have no control. We right. can only control our life. Like you said, I just want to be left alone. Okay, here's the thing. We have to make our own communities. Like you said, we have to make our own people. Like you said, we have to find our own tribe and say, okay, this is my people. And sometimes you may not 100% agree with another tribe, but later, if they have similar values, we may all be called to be together, which I truly yep. believe. So we have to be kind and that has gone out the window. Kindness and grace has gone out the window. Like there, yeah. people look for any little, like, oh, my mom is a narcissist. She's just a terrible person. Write her off. Like maybe your mom had a lot of pain and like my mom. Okay. We'll use her as an example. My mom didn't protect me. Could she protect me up against an abusive guy that was almost killing her, almost killed her multiple times while she's having mental breakdowns and all these problems did she have the capability to do to do anything for me no but is it her fault no it it, it's the circumstance that was now people say she could just leave she didn't have anywhere to go and she was in a state all alone with no family and we did the whole women's shelter multiple times and eventually she did get out but here's the problem People, people put that guilt onto people. And then what does my mom do for her whole life? She, she still to this day is like, and I'm so sorry. And I'm like, mom, if I have enough grace in my heart to say it's okay once that that's all, because I hope Jesus does that for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My mom was, you know, my mom was the same way. My dad was a piece of work and we'll, we'll just leave it at that, you know, and she, she had every opportunity to leave, but you know, you when somebody's psyche breaks, you yeah. know, it's like, it's, they're not making, they're not making rational decisions. Right. No. And it's, no. you know, she's living in fear. Yeah. yeah. She's living in fear. Th- you yeah, know, I'm not saying my mom thought this, but you know, you hear lots of women who just think they deserve it or it's just, or, or she doesn't fault. think she can do it on her own or yeah. she's scared or, yep. and she has kids to think of. And so whatever, everybody says, okay, you got to put your kids first. So then, then you have this guilt too, like, oh, if I leave, then my life won't be as good and my children right. will have more problems. Like, so ultimately we can't be in their mind for those choices. And we have to remember, like a, a therapist once told me this, and it was so helpful to me because I was angry at that time with her. And he said, your mom was like a little chihuahua and your stepdad was like a big giant pit bull. And even if she tried, with all her chihuahua might, she's not going to take down a pit bull. It's just right. not going to happen. 
And so she did what she could here and there, but she had to fight like different because she knew by being submissive, just like what does a dog do that's small? Yep. It'll lay down and show its neck. It's a sign of submission. Why do they do that? So that it shows they're no threat. I think a lot of times whoever's being abused, men or women, get into that situation and that's how they react because they feel like they literally have no other choice. Right. You know, so, so, and we're the collateral damage. Like, I'm sure you weren't meant to be that. I wasn't meant to be that. No, they but loved you know, us. I've always, I've always yeah. looked at it as if me going through it kept somebody else from going through it, then I'm, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. I know how I've turned out, you know, and yeah. I, I, I made it through on the other side where there's a lot of people who don't. So, <laughs> and everybody that goes through great suffering it changes you yeah. if it's physical, mental abuse, or just like sickness, whatever it is that for me was a big, huge thing for my awakening because I, it, it changed my whole makeup of my brain. Well, I don't feel like I'm the same at all. I think that's the, I think that was one of the whole things for 2020 as well. Oh, that's when it happens. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you know, people, <laughs> There's there's a shift in in people's makeup, you know, like you like you kind of what started this whole conversation, you know, people were more angry. They didn't put up with stuff. They didn't you know, they only were thinking about themselves and it's it's still continued. And it's I'm I'm guessing I, I haven't studied the brain. I haven't studied a whole bunch of electricity right. like our electrical stuff. But when something like that <laughs> shifts, I'm assuming it's probably <laughs> easier for a lot of other natural things to change inside you as well. Absolutely. Because if you're feeling, if you are living, okay, so they did an experiment far before 2020 where they made people, this was like either the, I think it was the CIA where they made people afraid for a certain amount of time and they told them a lie. And then after this certain amount of time, I think it was 90 days was all they said, okay, we're just kidding. Like, say the sky is purple and then they come back and say now the sky is actually blue they will never change their way of thinking they will always think the sky is purple even though the person that lied to them told them showed them got proof took out a chart and said look at this blah 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 it will never change it because that decision was implanted with fear right and that was what that was about well it was a it was a lot of things but that was part of what that was about and so I think that they wanted to see how well that would really work on a mass scale. Like, oh, will yeah, this much. really work? Yeah. And will they really follow us? And the majority of them did. Oh, uh, my community was uh, a, the LDS community came out, their president of their church came out in their church and told everyone to get it. And really? that, that Yes, that they uh -huh. should go and get it, including their children. And I'm like, you, sir, like I already have issues with that church, but you really just stepped over the line because you don't know somebody's health or well-being. That should be a private decision between that just them showed, and that their just doctor. How much religion is involved with with the pharmaceutical, you know? Oh, ever. they own stock. They oh, own I know stock. they do. I know they mm -hmm. do. Yeah, that's why we can't get the medical marijuana bills here without a great deal of sticky tape. It's extremely expensive and recreational. It's 
so against the law. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, but that's because they own a lot of stock in pharmaceuticals. Yep. So they want yep. you on whatever else they got. And Same this is coming reason. from a nurse. <laughs> I mean, I've been a nurse for 24 years and I, I still believe in medical interventions. I'm not saying I have asthma. Like I have to take inhalers. Like I have certain things that like allergies really bad. Um, if I didn't have certain things, I would, I would die. I mean, yeah. it's just a thing. Yeah. And so I, I get it, but you have to know that when it's a chronic thing and it's, it, it may not be the best thing for you. Right. Yeah. You need to do your work and you're studying and say, okay, if it's a chronic liver problem, different, different talk we're going to have. Right. But if you're on chronic mood medication, maybe there's other ways to get better. You know, yeah. exercise releases amazing amounts of endorphins. Uh, certain foods do. Cer there's a hundred other things that can help you. Well, there's but so they don't want to there's so many more yeah. natural things that are out there as well. You know, I, uh, I tell this anytime I get a chance. Cause I've, I've, uh, let's see, it's probably COVID was what three years ago. So this is probably four, <laughs> four or five years ago. Um, my youngest got a huge rash on his leg and no clue what, what caused it, where it came from popped up just all of a sudden. And it's late at night. And I think it's on like a Saturday or a Sunday. I'm like, I don't want right. to go this is going to cost like $350. Of money. <laughs> yeah. Know? And so I texted my buddy and I was like, or no, 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 I got online. I was like, I'm going to find a natural remedy to cure this. I'm going to find something. And I'll tell anybody who listens, I'm like, it sounds weird, but the, the remedy was get a potato, blend it up, put it over the rash, wrap it in saran wrap, have them sleep in it. And in the morning, the rash will be done. The rash will be gone. Wow. It's gone. And I, ever since then, I've been like, this huh. is, there is something out there about being able to heal yourself with, with nature, you know? Yes. I knew about oatmeal, but I hadn't heard the potato. That yeah, one's new. He screamed like a, like a, like a, he screamed. And uh, well, it's because all the starch in the potato was yeah. going it's done, hurting. Done. Mm -hmm. By the next morning, he woke up and it was gone. I'm like, you know what? Anytime I can from now on, I'm going to go with mm -hmm. trying to heal it naturally. Yep. Well, granted, and there's, yeah, some things you can't, but you know, like my, there's my manuka, kids, manuka. Yeah, when my kids get strep throat, I'm going to go to the doctor and get, you know, bubblegum flavored medicine. Right. Because right. it's going to take it away because I my kids aren't going to be in pain sort of thing. Right. You know, so it's just, you know. You got to weigh it depending on what you're dealing with. And even, right. I mean, some people... Like I've seen things even as weird as like uh, sun gazing for eyesight and different yeah. stuff. And I mean, I'm not sit telling anybody to just go willy nilly do that. You better do your research. But I'm just saying there are other things out there that they do not promote on purpose because they they want you addicted you, to the system. Are you familiar with uh, he, he was a doctor? There's two doctors. One, the last name is uh, Biggleson. Harvey, Harvey Biggleson, Henry Biggleson. And there's another one by the name of, uh, I can't remember. They're both big terrain theory guys. Mm -mm. Um, no. And they both have proven through years and years and years of different kinds of cancer can be cured by the color of the food that you eat. 
Wow. Well, like this cancer, you need to eat orange foods because you're, you're, you know, this cancer is because you're lacking whatever certain nutrients, whatever nu nutrients are more in orange things or this kind of can. And they've got proof and dot, you know, history wow. and everything. And then the American, uh, uh, health establishment basically, you know, they took away their license, did everything. So they ended wow. across the border down to Mexico and they did a bunch of stuff down there, healed a bunch of people. It's wow. Yeah. And we have to put this little disclaimer that this is just discussion because right. we this already know this <laughs> is a, this is a fun discussion that we're having and we're not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor for cancer, but right. see, I'm not it's, saying it's that. actually obscene that I have to do that. It's yeah. actually obscene that we have to say that because if, and here's my big thing with, with the thing from 2020, the cure. Okay. When in your lifetime, have you ever been intervened on by the government for your benefit and your health? When has the government ever stepped in and paid for insulin for people? When has the government ever stepped in and paid for life-saving uh, chemotherapy that they say, okay, just, right? Just an EpiPen. EpiPens. Yeah, I have, I have to do EpiPens. They're horribly expensive. And so when, ha why don't they come to me as an asthmatic that needs these EpiPens and say, oh, well, here's this for free because you need it. They never right. have before and they never have again. Yeah. So that should tell people something. And that's the part that I think is hilarious that people can't see. Oh, that this oh the government loves me and cares about me and right. wants me safe like oh that's, do they that's do what they? i tell that's so what got me really started into this community was i got introduced to flat earth and it mm -hmm. automatically made sense you know and i started i got really excited about it and um and for the record i'm not a flat earther anymore i'm a i don't know what we're on earther <laughs> i am that as well so, i do think there is a rounded firmament because of rainbows yes. but yeah I think other that, than I that think, I give it more of almost like a uh, kind of like a golf ball <laughs> aspect, you know, mm -hmm. like we're in one little divot and then there's a wall, right? Around, there's another little divot, and then, then there's another little divot. And that's where all the extra yeah. come from is from okay. extra. Anyway, anyways, so I got introduced. It made a lot of sense. Started really trying to tell people, oh, you should, and just vehement reactions to mm -hmm. it. Vehement. Oh, people think you're just loony. Yeah, and so yeah. that's what I ended up started having to ask. I'm like, okay. Can you tell me the government has your best interest at heart 100% of the time? Huh. You can say yes, then we don't need to pursue this anymore. No, if no. You, if you can't tell me that, then let's 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 think a little bit. So let's have a discussion. And, and then the when same. they say, "Oh, well, what what proof do you have that it's flat?" And then right. you're like, "Well, okay, here's this and this and this and blah 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 blah." Because I I've done a show with Josh Monday on this, and he's really okay. knowledgeable. So I'm like, okay, he has all this proof that's biblical. If you believe in the Bible, there's a lot. Right. And so they're like, but we have all this proof that it's round. I'm like, do you? Yeah. Or do you have pictures that were created somewhere? Just like the moon landing was created by Stanley yeah. Kubrick. So they're arguing, well, it's too big of a lie. And yeah. it's the thing with vaccines, it's too big of a lie. It's no, yeah. You know, and it, it like the whole moon landing thing, that was that was hard for me to swallow because my grandpa worked for NASA. You know, he was he was one of the he was fairly high up working for them. He was, you know, he, and so 
at first I had to wrap my mind around that, but I was like, no, he still, he was just doing his job. Like he, well, he and he, he probably didn't know. Yeah. No, he, he didn't. You know, he's doing his section. You have to remember that everything they have, all the knowledge that they have, like they dissect it. Why do they have cars built? Like the bumper is a send out to this place and the engine right. parts are here and here and this is there and blah, blah, blah. They don't ever want you to just know how to build a car right? Yeah. Or just know altogether, like this guy is going to build a car from start to finish. They don't do that anymore. Nope. With anything. It's not just cars. It's anything. Yeah. Houses. Houses yeah. used, to, you know, used to have one or two <clears throat> guys who could build you the house. And now you got to sub out this work and you sub out this everything. Sub out this everything. Work. Yep. Same thing with medical field. It's all what is it now? It's all professionals that are in their own little specialty. Yep. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But like, also you're missing things because I'm such a well-rounded nurse because I've done just almost everything. I've, I've gone into different areas and just, it just happened to be that I float. And so I will be here one day and there one day and there one day and there one day. And some people don't like that, but I do. Right. And so I was able to learn like this and this and this. Okay. So when I see a patient, I'm thinking critically like, yeah, but what about this? What about that? It could be this. It could be that where they might only think about the one thing they're trained in, like their heart, you know, and or, you're going to miss it. Or what medicine is going to give them a trip next year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so allegedly, they, not that, not saying that doctors think this way. No, we allegedly disclaimer on that too. There's no kickbacks, but one doctor had a boat with the name kickback on it back. Yeah. Back with that whole scandal with Purdue. So anyways, uh, you know, these things, they've made movies about them. Like the, you can go watch the show on Netflix right now. I, what's it called? Uh, about the Purdue scandal. And uh, I can't remember right now, but there's a whole movie about this. Like it's, it's like a series, you yeah. know? And I'm like, okay, well, what happened there? Or what happened with Tuskegee? Or what happened with the Native Americans? Or right. what happened with, okay, so you're telling me the government loves us so much. And who did this whole disease hit? That was what really struck me in 2020 when I started studying things. And I, I always say I started listening to The Last American Vagabond, Ryan Christian. He's amazing. He documents everything at the bottom and he, he, gives you a link to each study that he went through so you can go read it. Well, medical professional, that's extremely important for me because I can decipher that. Like maybe that's not great for just some people that don't know what all that means, but for me, it was important. And right. so I loved it. And so it gave me this wealth of knowledge and I'm like, Oh, this doesn't, this doesn't add up. Like this isn't, this isn't working, you know? And so I'm going, why are they pushing it then? Like, what's happening with this? I've never seen anything be pushed through like this. Like, what, what's this? What's that? And so the more I started studying as a critically thinking nurse, the more I'm like, mayday, may, push the abort button, you know, right. where's the abort button? And they're pushing it through. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, this can't be happening. They're really not going to do this, are they? And so when they started making things mandatory and I was just shocked and I knew there were going to be a lot of people affected because a lot of people I know would have lost their jobs. I would have lost my job. Yeah. The, the one thing that saved me is my little irritant tonight is my asthma is so very bad. And I have so many EpiPen allergies 
that they were like, yeah, I don't think we better. She might die. Like right. she might just. Die. And I was never so happy. I was like, yay! And then she's and gonna then come so, back and haunt us. Yeah, I was like, woohoo! So well, you know, I never it, gave, never gave just, one, never received one. Yeah, I heard you yeah. say that the other day when I was yeah. listening to, to Drew's show, and I was like, that's amazing. I don't know if I've ever if I if I've heard anybody anybody say that. Partly because most of the nurses I know and people in the medical field they believe like, they believe we, yeah, we got to yeah. do it we got to yep. we got to do we gotta it got to save grandma and i'm like yeah. wait a minute why are you worried about that that the transmission doesn't even work that way for right. anything other than maybe chickenpox you know like yeah. i mean there's very few things that are that contagious where you, you're going to hurt somebody else if you're not vaccinated if you have the true disease you could hurt grandma but if you don't have the disease and you're just fine you're not and it made yeah. no sense to me oh, and then yeah. when they started blowing up all the variants i was like uh everything mutates that's right. that's not new there yeah, this why, is not new that's yeah. apparently why we can't cure the flu right yeah or or figure out or figure out which flu shot to give every single year right. they just guess you know and so i'm sitting here going wait a minute none of this makes sense and they're really blowing it up they're making it like at, <laughs> Like, this is really important, you know, like this variant, blah, 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 is like, blah, yeah. blah. and I'm like, and my mom would call me and she's like scared because she has autoimmune issues. Yep. And I'm like, mom, this is normal. Like that happens. It's okay. And she would get scared. I'm like, don't, don't let that happen. Well, that's, you know, you know, and that's the thing is, that's what I think the biggest thing was. And I don't, I don't know if that's what caught, I don't, I can't believe that's what caused people to be so angry now, but so many people turn to the masks. Well, the masks—they turn to living. They turn to living in fear. You know, they—they they, just—you know, like my mom. My mom. My stepdad has Fox News on like thirty hours a day. Uh, you know, I know there's only twenty four hours a day, but somehow he gets an extra six. Oh so, my gosh! You know, and it's on all the time. So she's there listening to it too, and it just caused. It, she just. The strong woman that I knew growing up was not that once 2020 hit because she just, her whole life was just fear. She's almost, almost agoraphobic now because she oh, wow. is afraid to go outside kind of thing. And it's mm. just, there's so many stories and people that are like that of just like, they just shifted something in a, well, something in a shift. And the, the fear and the shift, the shift for the kids has been drastic like my son i said to my son he's almost 16 i said hey why don't you guys go out like very much like in a group like go to a haunted house or go to the movies like or go to the mall or like we were always doing something when we were young right yeah and he said well we're on the phone and i said well how do you get a girlfriend or whatever and get serious oh wait this is what they say when they kind of like somebody they're just talking Right, we're talking. Uh huh. And I'm like, but what? Wait, why talking on Snapchat? Yeah. Why wouldn't you go out? And then he's like, Well, why would I go out when I don't know if I like her enough to go out? I'm like, Because you might. You don't know. And then he would be like, No, that's a waste of my time. And and they stay home. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Now you're like, like, you're like, I hope she doesn't date you. I hope she finds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. It's not just him. It's everyone. No, it's everybody. They all are. It, it really yeah, is. It's so that goes, weird. That goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of everybody yeah. now is it's an individual. You know, it's mm -hmm. I spent the weekend with my youngest and his best friend 
and they're together like in person, but they're they're on their phones. They're on their phones and they're sending Snapchats yeah. to each other. They're like three feet away. I'm like, what what are you guys doing? Sort of You're thing. like, just, stop that. It just kind of, you know. Even with the young kids that they I have a daughter that's nine. They'll play and they she has gigantic playhouses for Barbies, but they are on the iPad playing <laughs> houses of Barbies. And I'm like, why? There's only one iPad and you guys are fighting over it. Right. And then there's these big Barbie houses. Go play in your room. And she's like, no, no, it's not the same. I can decorate the walls. I get, I get that. I get like, that's cool. You can change the color every five minutes. Yeah. But like, also like that's, I don't know that that's good for your brain. You, you know, know, I think it's so Drew said it on, um, I don't remember. He, oh, he was on it. He was on, there's a, there's a podcast out there called are we, are we content? Or are we content? Depending on how you how you read that mm. word, and it's with Chud and uh, and Moral Bob or the Perpetual Skeptic, Space is Faking Gay, whatever you know he's calling himself mm-hmm. at, at the time. Uh, he Drew said that so like Heidi, your generation, my generation, maybe you know my sister's generation. There were all the generations that grew up without technology, so we know how to yeah. put it down. Mm-hmm. Our kids' generations don't know how to put it down because they have not grown up without it. It is, yes. it is in their hands. Even, you know, the school district that both my boys, well, my, my youngest goes to now and both went when my, uh, before my oldest graduated, they're a one-to-one campus, which means every student uh, in the district got an iPad from the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. My kids all have laptops. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, that is just, it's being, and I understand why it, like it gives, it gives a lot of, stuff the teachers can do it makes you know you don't have to buy textbooks and all that but at the same yeah. time it's just pushing them into a into a corner they have no clue how they're going to be able to get out from well it. it also makes it so that they can change whatever they want at any time and that is terrifying like if they don't like that page in the book like delete you know and that's concerning because then at what point i already feel like we're mandela all the time and then on top of it you know, you got selective, you know, deletion. And right. so what, what is really real? Like sometimes my son will say, I feel like I'm in a video game, you know? So, and I'll, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can get it. Like, yeah, I get, I get why. And, yeah. and he understands cause he does other things, which is great. Cause like he'll, he, this is going to be funny. He plays hockey, but he also crochets. <laughs> <laughs> although you we know were, what maybe, maybe that helps him with his hand coordinate hand eye coordination yeah and he well 2020 happened and i was trying to go through the list of crafts to do <laughs> with bored children wow. and this he was good at it and he was fast at it i was like wow you're really good at this you yeah. know and so he likes it and he makes things all the time like he's made full-on shawls blankets everything so he will put down the phone to do that and i'm like yeah. so grateful it's anything yes of course at sports we do that but right. like it gives him one more thing at home that he can do like yeah. that you can create and i don't care if it's even coloring like sometimes to decompress i like to color because it's mindless right yeah. you don't have to think about it and it's not my phone and i can't have my phone if i'm doing it you know so right. it's kind of a nice decompression but it could be anything that requires you know 
yeah your full attention but it's just like or your hand coordination at least i guess it's just i think it's so important for them to get those breaks to step away it's just not it's not it's not healthy for them to be how involved that they are no but you know even as even as parents you know we probably don't set the best example because you know i love to read and a lot of times there's books I want to read that come up free on the Kindle. So what, what am yeah. I doing I'm on my phone or my iPad reading a book, you know? Right. Um, and with my kids but, too. And going, they don't know that probably they just they don't see know or they just, on, are, on or the they phone. just, yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, um, few, few episodes ago, my son and two of his friends, uh, we recorded an episode all three, you know, all of oh. us together, they came on, they wanted to talk about social media and the importance that it plays in their oh. lives and, I came to realize for them though, there's a difference between being on social media and just looking at it. Mm -hmm. Just scrolling. Just scrolling. Scrolling to them is not being on social media. It's just, it's, it's like me when I was a kid going through my baseball cards or reading. Yeah. It's mindless. mindless, Uh And they're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. If they're, if they're on social media, then that means they're taking Snapchat, sending them out, you know, Twitter, their actual post, they're active on it. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting because I'd never correlated the two of. I'm like, why are you always hmm. on social media? I'm not on social media. Yeah. No, I'm just scrolling on TikTok. I'm. I'm not. I'm not on it. I'm yeah. Not on it. I'm just interacting with. Or I'm just. <laughs> that makes almost, sense. It does, and it was so interesting because I never looked at it that way before. Well, and it's an instant dopamine release, and people don't understand fully, like. They did this because they had the knowledge to do this. This was not a mistake. This was, and also that whole story about how it was founded, like face is bull crap. <laughs> it was all done by DARPA. Like, come on, you know, and it was handed down to certain people to develop it, period. Like it's just the way it is. And so, and if you trace the family bloodlines back on all of the people that run all of the things, you know, you'll find all your answers. So uh, it's just, it's amazing to me that they push like this dopamine hit. And then like, if you, if you get away from it, how do you feel inside? If you didn't get some likes today, how do you feel inside? If you're not getting, you know, reaffirmed and they're constantly being reaffirmed, you know, even, even something even more simple is, you know, I'm, I always am feeling my phone vibrate in my pocket when it's not vibrating. Like mm, I can, yeah, it, yeah. I can, for some I reason, it feels like it's vibrating, and I put my head back. I'm like, okay, nothing just happened. Why did it nothing. feel like it was vibrating? You know, and it's sure. the same thing. Yep. they go through the same thing as well, or they hear a phone vibrate and they gotta check because what if it was my mm-hmm. phone? Yep. What but, if? Yep. And there's even a new app that's out. Well, I'm sure it's not new, but I only found out about it where they'll send out a um. They take like a picture to to their group of friends or whatever. And their friends only have five minutes to to like it to respond. Consent. Yeah, yeah. So after five minutes, it's gone, whether they looked at it or not. So that's all. That's wow. another that's put just pushing them to pushing uh, the time frame. Like the time frame. always being on your phone. Always, wow. always. That's why I'm always so grateful. I live in an area that has mountains. We've always camped. We've always gone and done things. And I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, we went and they started doing more wi- like Wi-Fi at these places. And I was not happy because they were just sitting there around the campfire on TikTok. Yep. And I'm like, put your phone away. 
talk, we, we normally talk and, you know, my son came home from that particular camp, camp time. And he, he said, I, I didn't like that. I, it wasn't fun because we didn't do the funny things we normally do. I, like, you know, to engage with each other, yeah, you know, interaction is a lost art. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, and I'm so happy with my youngest, especially because she has so severe ADHD. I put her in mainstream school, but then 2020 happened and she just, she was kindergartner in 2020. And it just wasn't, it wasn't good for her. And she doesn't learn anything or retain anything off a computer. She doesn't. We've tried and tried and tried and tried. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't go in her brain. Right. And, and so if you get a book and do it, she's a lot better, but they want to do everything on the computer. And so I yanked her out because they were, I did the medications. It made her really weird. We tried all the different kinds. I didn't like it. It made her weird. It wasn't her. And so maybe that was just my kid. Other people have a fine problem. That's great. You do what you need to do for your family. I'm not for or against, but for my choice for my child, it was not okay. And she's a rapid metabolizer. So it will wear off by 2 PM. And she would have this huge crash and become like, literally, I'm like, she's a gargoyle in the corner. (laughs) It was horrible. So I'm like, ah, you know, she was like Gollum with her tablet. She was like, "Ah." I'm like, Oh, you're scaring me. And so I was done with it. And so we took her off and the school was just so hard to work with. They were constantly like, she was so good when she was, I'm like, okay, I know, but like, she wasn't herself either. Like you're minusing the good parts of who she is and she's going to run the world one day. Like (laughs) this kid is smart. You know, I, I, I told her one day, I said, you know what a CEO is? And she's like, no. So I explained to her, you've got to go through these steps to be the boss. You can't just be the boss. You have to earn to be the boss. So I'm explaining it to her. So I guess she went to school the next day. She was only seven. And she told the teacher, I'm not doing any of the work because I'm going to be a CEO one day. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, so I got a phone call. They're like, did you tell her she didn't have to do her work because she's going to be a CEO one day? And I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, this kid is smart, you know? Right. So, but uh, very unruly but not me just doesn't want to do she wants to go talk or hug people or chat and it's not anything nefarious or bad it's all cute but like it's disruptive and i get it so we took her out we put her into a montessori school and it has been the best thing we've done i was scared because i was like yeah but what if she doesn't learn how to read right or what if this or what if that and she and the lady that does it is happens to be my neighbor. And she said, listen, do you know, in Sweden and other countries, they don't even send their kids to actual school till they're almost nine. And I was like, what? And she's like, no. And reading in like other countries where even the people that are like off the grid, like Aboriginal type people where they have no contact with the outside, they learn their language, like the reading of their people. Right by mouth and by teaching because it's so important kids will learn language she's like it happens and i was so scared but i thought okay whatever we've tried this other way it's not working (laughs) you know so we do it because well also she went to school one day and told her teacher she was eight then and this teacher and her there was no escaping the teacher because she was the same special ed teacher no matter what grade okay so we're not escaping And she looked at her one day and she said, 
I know why your husband left you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got a phone call. Got a phone call about that one. I was like, gosh, I don't know why she knew that the husband left, but she did. So I guess the teacher shouldn't have shared. But right. uh, I'm like, well, you can't say she's dumb because that was pretty funny. But yeah. did, you ask, did you ask the teacher if she was upset because she said it or she was upset because it was true? It might be true. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I yanked her out. And like I said, she does two days a week that are kind of normal classes. But she has one day a week that's a nature class. And they take her and they do these hikes and they teach them like what mushrooms you can eat and what mushrooms you can't eat and like all this cool nature stuff. That's and nice. she loves it. She loves it. And I'm like, I think a lot of times it's just finding what they're passionate about. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you have, you know, you have to find the niche, right? And you have to find a way to teach them too. I, you know, I'm, I'm married to a teacher um, mm -hmm. and I've got family who are teachers. So I, I choose my words very carefully, but you know, yeah. not, it, it, it's, it sucks that every child has to be taught the same. You know, right. there are some children who just learn differently. You know, we, uh, right. my, uh, my youngest was diagnosed with, he's diagnosed with ADHD. I don't know if it's necessarily ADHD or just, you know, he's just, he's, he, there's a lot he wants to do in a short amount of time. So, and we, you know, we were really blessed with the fact that he had, he's had teachers who understand that they're like, look, if you got to get up and walk around, get up and walk That's around, okay. just just right. walk around and go help other because what he would do is he'd get up and walk around but he'd go help other people with their stuff and they're like no oh, no how you funny that you just got to get up and walk around kind of thing <laughs> right because so, yeah know, don't be distracted and they understood like with for some students i I can't teach you the same way and that's the same mm -hmm. way that you know back in the 1800s apparently i i didn't live back then so i don't i don't know but for what right. i right their classrooms were set up more in a circle versus in row mm -hmm. because circles you know Circles encourage conversation. Circles encourage people True. to call to each other. Where if it's in rows, you know you're not necessarily going to get that. You're going to get the teacher more kind of dictating, you know, right? Dictatorship interaction, interaction from the kids, sort of thing. So yeah, that makes total sense because I think that just the art of of just being and here it goes back to what we started with empathy. The empathy has left in so much. And it's not just the teaching. It's like nurses. I always say to everybody, I've been a nurse 24 years and I always, and people are like, well, when will you stop? And I'm like, when I become nurse ratchet, because <laughs> when, when my, when my whole goal is like to make your worst day ever worse, right. then, then that's enough. You, you can't do that to people. And if you're here, and you're trying to help somebody, but you're being so cruel or not understanding. And I work in psych now. I, I'm out of the medical part and I work in psych. And so it's a completely different ballgame. But yeah. I've only done that for five years. Well, six, I think six years. So, but you have to have this compassion. And it's strange because they know, they know exactly who has it and who doesn't have it. Right. And so it, it's like, it's not a spoken thing. Like the patient will be bad for certain people and then you'll come on. And if you have just a certain demeanor there, it's like, they know, you know, oh, she gets it or she's kind or whatever. Yeah. You know, you know and I don't want it to sound like, 
you know, like my wife, she loves her students, you, you know, from yeah. the ones who are, who are perfect to the ones who give her the most trouble, loves, loves right. each, each and every one of them. And, you know, but the, the, the adage with all the teachers here is after the first day, you know, they have so many hopes and the teachers have so many hopes and dreams on day one, yes. day two and, for, and beyond they're playing defense and that's all that. Right. Doing. And it's, you know, it's the big true. thing out here, the, the, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not really a joke. It's a sad it's a sad truth is we have out here what's called a star test. Um, it's, you know, mm -hmm. it's the state regulated test yeah. and all the teachers know instead of doing it the way that they want to do it, they teach to the test basically. Yeah. Um, yep. They have they, to, they have to, because that's what the teachers mm -hmm. agree. And that comes down yep. from, that comes down from the district, which gets it from the state, which gets it from so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Yep. It's, it's yep. so hard for them. It's hard to see that, you know, it's, this is what they do. Yep. And that's exactly, they do the same thing here. It's called something different. I think it's like dibbles or something like that, yeah. but um, same thing. And, and with my daughter, she has, no, it's always on a computer and I'm like, yeah. she doesn't retain anything on a computer. It's really hard for her. And it's they're so like, well, sorry. You some know, of these kids get so stressed about it as well. Yeah. Like, they make yeah. themselves physically sick you know, the days before and, you know, there's kids who like their hair's falling out because they're so stressed or their stomachs and not right. growing up and they can't do things. It's just, you know, it goes back to, again, you know, like, like you were talking about with empathy, the teachers have so much empathy, but at the same time, the teachers are up again. They're held. Yeah. They're yeah, held, they're, they're held accountable to these things as well. And it's like, and it's oh yeah, that's thing. with not, everything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it's that way with you with, with being a nurse. As oh. well. You've got, you've yeah. got empathy for your patients. But empathy means you're going to spend more time with your patient, which means you, your eight hour shift turns into a 12 hour shift because you're adding, yeah. you know, 10 minutes to each of your patients or whatever. And it's just. Well, and they don't even allow us. They're like, oh, OK, we know you work in psych. OK, psych nurses usually work there because they've had some problem. OK, like nobody wants wants to work there. Like it's it's kind of a niche where you're like. Okay, you've either had trauma, known somebody that had trauma, blah, 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 right? Because you have to to know how that feels to kind of give good care. So most of us do, like either had a brother or sister or family member, whatever, ourselves has had some issue. So they tell us, well, don't don't share your experiences. You're not a therapist. I'm like, okay. Oh, and don't pray with them or like put your you know, views on them mm -hmm. or like try and help anything. And I'm, and don't touch them because that might be, make them feel weird. And, you know, like if you were to hold their hand, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so everything is so like, we, we can fist bump, but we can't even, we can't even do We can, I think we can do a side pat, but we, one time I had a patient and just wanted a hug, you know, yep. and they're like, nope, boundaries, boundaries. Yeah. And yeah, you, you, get the, you get that at the school. I know why. Well. Yeah, I know yeah. why. I mean, but it's still hard, you know. And and same thing for teachers. Teachers have had people that have stalked them or weird stuff, and you know, I get it. And I know that's what they're trying to protect us from. But at the same time, I'm like, I became a nurse because I wanted to help people. But now I just chart. <laughs> I just chart, you know. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll stop and do things anyways like if somebody asked me to pray with them i will pray with them and i'm like well they videotape everything so i'm sure eventually right. i'll get called in but you know it is what it is i'm not gonna not 
it's not my idea. If it's, if they come to me, I'm not going to turn somebody away. Yeah. And that's, that's well, too hard. For me. And just, just think we're probably in a simulation anyway. So it's already written. <laughs> so yeah, true. Uh, well, I mean, it's all just wild to me. Like how we, how much is beyond our control? Like right. really, it, it is weird. I mean, Granted, we can take hold of what we can take hold of, but a lot of times it does really feel like some things are just set, you know? Oh, very, yeah. yeah. But kind of like a choose your own ending story more, I guess. Like, like there's two ways because you always have choice, but like right. not 10 ways. There's like two ways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, and you hope you always choose correctly, but if you don't, Here's the thing. We're all fallible. We all fall short of the glory of God each and every day. And I really encourage people to be more graceful. Quit being so easily offended. If I could give any advice for anybody, try not to be so easily offended and try not to do rash things like, oh, well, this and this and this. So I'm going to unfriend them on Facebook right now. And I'm like, maybe not. You know, maybe you should wait a minute. What if they're just having a bad day and it really right. isn't you, you know, because I've had days like that where maybe I wasn't very nice that day or something, you know, and the next day is better. But then it becomes this huge thing that you can't surpass, you know, I've gotten, I've know. gotten to the point to where, and this is what I try to tell people is understand the energy that you're putting out there. You know, good energy, bad energy, whatever it is. You know, we are definitely in a in an energy toroidal field. You know, absolutely. This everything is built on energy and vibration, and just understand what you're putting into it. You know, if you're arguing with somebody on t- on Instagram or Facebook, yeah. you know, or whatever, like trolls, trolls yeah, on but, Facebook. Yeah. How much how much energy is that sucking from you? So you know, true. What could you do to go actually raise your energy, raise your vibrational frequency yes. versus? Versus what you're doing sort of thing, you know? Absolutely. The, and and it's designed the, that way. Yeah. Oh, very much. Yeah. And then like, it's our, it already naturally happens to a lot of people. Like some people are empaths or some people just are different than others. So like my son said to me the other day, we went to amusement park and it's fun. We love to go. But he looked at me halfway through and he said, when you're out, do you ever just feel like so exhausted? And I said, what do you mean? Like from walking around? And he's like, no, just from all the people. And I was like, I get it. You know, and I told him, you got to put your armor of God on every day. Because if you don't. Have you ever called somebody and they answer the phone and say, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. I was just thinking. Absolutely. And if it happens once, that's a coincidence. Maybe even twice. Right. You know, but it's. It happens so, yeah. so many times. It's like there's 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 a there there. There's something right. There's something there. Something, yeah. And, and they feed off of it. Is. Yeah. Well, and they're constantly trying to irritate us. Like, I mean, and I say they, the powers that be, because of course we don't know the real names. Because real gangsters, you ain't gonna know their you names. Ain't gonna like, know their come names. on, yeah. Let's be real. Like, who really runs the mob? Nobody right. knows. Like, because they're smart. <laughs> But I'm like, here's the thing is whatever you have inside you also remember, you can't just give and give and give and give because eventually you're going to be out. Like I always think of gas, like you give gasoline, you give gasoline, you're going to 
there's not an unlimited amount. You're going to have to figure out what fills you up, you know, because some people are drains and, and that's not good necessarily. It's okay. Sometimes maybe they're going through something or whatever, but if it's all the time, consistent negativity, you know, I understand that they're a drain or like what they're doing, but if they just kind of come up to you and they're just a, you know, every time load on you, it's like, yeah. I'm I'm tired. I like I'm not yeah. going to go through this. I'm tired. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you you know that it's just going to end up the same way every single like you're yeah. like, "Oh man, I don't want to talk to them today." You know, those yeah. kind of conversations and and it's for a reason, but they do these kind of things in general to like harness that energy. It really is like that negative. Uh, I always think of Monsters, Inc., where they like are yeah. harnessing the screams of the kids. And I'm like, you so know, and at the end, movies. yeah. Oh, they tell us that's revelation of the method, 100%, because they have to. Yeah. I mean, if if you're going to get into the law, they they have to abide by laws, too. Yeah, you're yeah. one of the few people I've heard talk about that. I Because I'm, yes. I'm on the same thing you are, that, that, that there's under whatever law, whether it's God, whether it's, you know, law of the universe, whether it's Inky mm-hmm. and Inyo, whatever, like they yep. have to tell you. So, but usually they tell you in the most asinine ways other than movies. Right. Yeah. Or they movies. make it seem ridiculous so that you won't believe it. You or know, movies that like, nobody's going to watch like the straight to yeah. movies. Exactly. A bit like the worst D movie. Right. But I, I mean, they, but they also like, People are so fearful, and I don't know if you're, are you Christian? <clears throat> Whatever you are, you understand Christianity is what, I, what I'm asking. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So your basis for Christianity, you got a good concept on it. Okay. So whatever it is that makes you understand that, you have to understand as above, so below. I don't care what your pastor says. I don't care what anyone says if you don't know both sides like i always say football if you're gonna or hockey you're gonna go play a team you're gonna watch their reels you're gonna watch their games you're gonna study their crap why because if you don't know both sides that means the bad and the good then you're going to lose and so a lot of times when i bring up in like the christian stuff I'll bring up things that are like Aleister Crowley, like the as above, so below, or this and that, and like different things that are cult, because I'm like, you do know that the same person, King James, that made the King James Bible, he made a book on demonology as well. Why? Why? Yeah. Because he didn't make anything. He just put it together. It was already done. So if it was important enough for him to actually scribe out and bind together a book about all the Christian stuff. And he did exactly the same for all the evil stuff. Maybe you ought to be wise to that because there are no accidents. They're trying to tell you something. Oh, absolutely. You know, and whether you believe in Christianity per se or not, it's still energy. It's still like good and bad energy. And so you have to know what you're doing. You have to be able to protect yourself. How are you going to do that? If you don't know what, what you're up against? Yeah. You know, I played, I was, I was lucky enough to play baseball all the way up through college, you know, and we always had a scouting report on the pitcher we were facing, you know, he always starts off first pitch fastball or, you know, right. first pitch, 
look for something off speed. You know, you know yeah. their stuff. You, yeah. You know their stuff. And they have the same thing on us. Like this, mm-hmm. he's a fastball hitter. Don't give him anything low and inside, you know, or right. they, would, they would study because again, you know, like Sun Tzu said, you have to know your enemy. Yes. And if, if we can understand it, like you just explained it to me, you could explain that to anybody in sports and they would be like, yeah, no, yeah. that's totally makes sense. Right. But if you went and told the Christian, you should be studying about demons. <laughs> they'd be like, you're crazy. And I and get the- that look sometimes when I'm in the Christian, you know, you couldn't I see it. Um, think 99, I think 99% so, of pastors will tell them not to, they will, they yeah, tell them, they tell them it's dangerous. Yeah. The church we're going to, they told us, he basically said, he said, don't read anything about your Bible. You know, nope. don't read, you know, don't, don't look at anything else. Don't read anything else. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, because it doesn't, how are you going to figure anything out? Because Paul quoted from things that were extra biblical as well, you know? And, the, and what about those canons? Like the canons that they didn't put in the Bible are just as important. I'm not saying they're the word, but they are important because they wouldn't be written if they weren't. And many of them have Dead Sea Scrolls found later to support them, just like the Bible. But yet they never added them in the canon. Why? Why because go, it's the stuff they don't want you to know. It's the same thing I ask people, you know, do, do you think the government has your best interest at heart? Do you trust the Catholic Church explicitly? No. Well, guess who was really in charge of the Bible when it first happened and gathering all the books and who has archives that's like 17 miles long. What, oh, do, you think, what do you think they're hiding? So much is missing. So, so much is missing. We only get, I think if, if we're honest, we probably have not even a, a thumbnail of knowledge considering what we really need to know on oh, both. Yeah. Cause absolutely. I've been to the Vatican and it's insane. The size and everything. It, yeah. I mean, it's overwhelming. Right. Well, and, and then you've got it, yeah. that, the building that the Pope sits in that looks like a serpent's head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff. And what do they say in the end days that the church will help bring it to that? They will help bring the Antichrist to power. The church that's that's in there. So it, I always tell people, like, even though my life was hard, even though I was in Mormonism, even though all this weird stuff, I always, people are like, well, you didn't leave all the way. Cause a lot of people, when they leave, they become atheists and they say, how did that not happen to you? You didn't have a lot of other people in your life, you know, that weren't yeah. Christian when I was young, I did later. And I would say, because I always knew who God was because I felt it. It wasn't, what someone told me or what I read or any of that crap as a little kid, desperate and in desperate situation, I knew there was something else. Right. And you have to get to that point. That's why I always say to people, God's not in a building. You know, they make such a big deal about church. God, I, that's what, one of the reasons why I have the mountains on my logo and why I call it unfiltered rise because the mountains are church for me. I love the mountains. Maybe that's not for somebody else. Maybe they love the ocean, you know, whatever. It's fine. But for me, that's where it is. That's where I feel the most with God, you know, and, yeah. and that's what I do. And I, I just, I don't, I will never belong to it, belong to another church roster. Well, I might you know, go. You know what they call I those people who worship God in nature. They call them pagans. 
Yeah, I know. I'm a little, little bit, <laughs> I, but I believe only in the Bible. So that that's good. But I do yeah. think we should be armed with all the knowledge. I don't think that just because I only believe in the Bible doesn't mean I don't think things are missing. It right. doesn't mean I don't think things are hidden. It doesn't mean I don't, because I've been fooled before. See, right. So I know that all I can do is take what I do have and study the things that they have. Like right. you have to know what you're up against, because if I had known some of the stuff about OTO, I wouldn't have been doing weird stuff in the church at the temple ceremony because i would have known it was part of a gnostic mass and i don't think i would have chose to do that <laughs> were you married at the temple i was yes so mm -hmm. you could go to, your husband could go to his own planet and you have a bunch of wives no not this husband but my ex-husband no, yeah, ex, yeah that's yeah that yeah husband. oh yeah. yeah he he probably wants that still <laughs> that's why we broke <laughs> up <laughs> he was already trying to play that number but i was right. like nah <laughs> But yeah, he, I mean, you know, anything that, that any person gives you and stamps church on it, you better really examine it. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's too many people like leading other people astray for their own, for their own will. Well, like, if, oh, if, I, yeah. If you could know the truth, there would <laughs> be 700 denominations alone, mm -hmm. Christian. Yep. You know, just alone in the, and I'm not, I'm not including Mormons or Catholics or no, just old, I'm, Christian, I'm like yeah. Southern Baptist, Second Baptist, mm -hmm. First Southern Baptist, Anabaptist, you know, Northern Baptist, blah, blah, blah. Wow. All these, you know, there's like, if the truth was, if the truth was readily available to us there, you wouldn't have that. And, but instead you've got all these denominations saying, we've got the right track. We'll show you how to worship. Grot, grot. We, we know. Yeah. We, we know. know the truth. We know. Well, and here's the thing. If you really study something with a true heart and you are in uh, just the Bible, nothing else, no other thing, study it, pray about it, think about it, ponder on it. It doesn't say we're just supposed to read it and be like, okay, I read that. That's great. Right. You're supposed that's to be a, not, it's, it's the living Bible, word. You're supposed to be a, the Bible says you're supposed to be a Berean. You're supposed to, you know, daily, you know, daily be in it and challenge what you believe in and back it up. And, you know, that's the, um I that's just, what I loved about Paul. Paul was just yeah, I I loved Paul because it was such a weird story, like for him to be what he was and turned into what he became, and then to study everything he studied and turn it all around. Like that's an amazing story. And yeah. that can be any of us. And I don't care if somebody tells you you have to do A, B, C, D. That's not true. Figure out inside yourself. It's the living word for a reason. And I don't read it. I think everyone should read it in its entirety at least once. But like when I go to study, I don't do that. I don't pick up where I left off last time. I pray and I just open it because there's usually a little message in there for me for that day. And maybe another day it will be the same thing, but it will mean something different that day, yeah. you know? And I, I mean, that's just for me and my testimony, but I just feel like people discount that so heavily that it has to be like well i can't read the scriptures right now because i'm not doing this and this and this or i can't do this right now because i'm not perfect in every way like you're gonna waste a lot of time you're never gonna get there not like that no. you know no. you just gotta god loves us no matter what i always try and tell people like think of your kids or think of something that you love 
if you don't have kids like an animal or anything, how much you have love for your parent or whatever, and times that by infinity, like it's that much and you're that important. So like, do you really think that you are nothing? You know, we're just nothing here. I don't believe that, you know? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, I think that's me. (laughs) I think that's a good place to end it for tonight. You got it. Probably go for two or three more hours. Ah, yeah. I'm a chatty girl. Yeah, but see, if we if we do everything all at once, I can't have you back on again. So we'll, there you go. So we're, we'll break this up into like three one and a half hour segments or something like that. There we so, go. Sounds good well, to me. So uh, real quick, just I we we covered a whole bunch. We but did. If, we went all over the place. We did. If you could wrap it up in maybe a couple <laughs> sentences or a paragraph, and then just kind of give us a perfect a elevator pitch on how to on how to get out. <clears throat> Awesome. All right. Well, I am Heidi Love. I'm at the Unfiltered Rise. I'm um, wherever podcasts are serviced. I'm also at Unfiltered Rise at Gmail. If you have a story you want to send me, I'm on Facebook, all the socials, Instagram, TikTok, just everything. Um, I'm not on X because I was never a Twitter person and I just haven't done it. So that that one's a whole nother story too, but whatever. <laughs> um, I'm on YouTube as of now. I hope to be able to stay there. Uh, I'm actually really, really glad that I've been able to be led into this situation where I can speak out to people and hopefully help people in their everyday lives. And that is my main goal because I never plan to do podcasting, but yet (laughs) here I am. (laughs) So it was kind of an accident. No, honestly, check her out. Um, you know, like she said, you can find her on what, however you listen to them. Uh, She's got a lot of great, a uh, lot of great guests, a lot of great points of views. Uh, maybe comes at it from a, a a way that a lot of people don't. Just the way she thinks, being a nurse, you know, everything like that. And uh, on that, I'm John the Fed. This is uh, how the hell did we wind up here podcast? And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, do you want? Oh. oh, sorry. No, you're good. I was gonna say I can just add it on the bottom. Um, just send me your stuff too. And I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks right. again. Yeah. Thank Have you. I'll one. talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. I got it. Alicia. I'll take her out. <laughs>